You are listening to the Nerd Gym Podcast. I am your coach, Melanie Black. Today, we are going to be talking all about strength and strength training, top mistakes to avoid, and your questions answered. In today's episode, can I get strong without getting bulky? How do I build bone density? How do I tone that jiggle under my arms? How do I get big? And can I do strength training to lose weight? All these questions answered in this episode of the Nerd Gym Podcast, so stay tuned. Before we dive into this hot and juicy topic, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all of our Nerd Gym members and our patrons on Patreon, without whom I wouldn't have these fabulous questions to answer or the funds to do this podcast. So thank you so much for all of you who are members. If you would like to join the Nerd Gym, simply go to www.thenerdgym.com and join at the membership level that is right for you. We use Patreon so that we can offer a sliding scale slash honor system because it's COVID crazy time and we want to make sure that everybody who needs access to these resources can get access regardless of where they're at financially. So if you can give generously and if you need the stress relief, the live classes and all of the fitness support but you can't afford a lot right now, just join at the membership level that you can. We have memberships starting as low as $3 per month, so please go ahead, dive in, support the community, and I will see you in one of our upcoming live classes or perhaps answer one of your questions on the next episode. Cool question one. Can I get strong without getting big? Ooh, okay, yes, yes you can. But the big mistake I see people make when they're trying to get strong without getting big is they go for a high rep, low weight, they're grabbing those Tina Tanib dumbbells, and they're going 15, 25, 30 reps, uh, almost like a cardio kind of a situation or a high endurance kind of a situation with weights. That's not helping you get strong, sis, sorry. Let's go ahead and take a look at this, uh, break it down for you. Now, if you're a total beginner, First thing you're going to want to do is you are going to want to take six weeks just to do the movements. Don't worry about how heavy it is in the first six weeks. You're not going to get that big in six weeks no matter what you do. So don't worry about how heavy or not your weight is. Just focus on form. We want to focus on having really excellent form, really excellent alignments of the joints. Uh, anyone who's started out in strength training and remembers their first bench press or first chest press, they probably felt like they had a couple of cracked out wiggle worms for arms trying to get those weights up there. It can be a little bit wonky when you first get started. So if you are a total beginner, take six weeks to focus on form. Don't worry about the weight or the reps. After that, if you want a purely strength kind of a situation, you don't want to add any mass or any definition to speak of, and we're just looking to maintain that aesthetic, then we want to go for real heavy or high intensity. So by heavy or high intensity, what I mean is maybe you don't have heavy weights. Uh, maybe you got to do some strong leg stuff, but you don't have a big old barbell to put on your back. Don't worry about it. We can work with that. You want to do either time under tension or maybe work on a single leg squat, a, a variation or a form that will allow you to find a one to five rep range where you couldn't do like seven, eight, ten, even if your life depended on it. you want to go really heavy, really low 
uh, reps, low reps, not low weight, heavy weight, low reps, or high intensity, low reps. And what you're going to find there is that you're going to get stronger bones, stronger connective tissue, stronger muscles, but not bigger muscles. So that's a great rep range to be in. If you like that real um, lean kind of aesthetic, you, uh, you're going for that runway model aesthetic, and that's your, that's your jam. And you still want to be wicked strong, though, because being strong is awesome. Yes, we want to work down to that low rep, high weight range, and it's extra important if you're going to do that, that your alignment is good. So pay attention to your alignment in the first six weeks. Get the basics down, your push, your pull, your squat, your hinge, uh, all of your basic body movements. Get them down, big multi-joint movements, and make sure that you're doing them with outstanding form. Which leads us into our next question. How do I build bone density? All right. Awesome question. And it's very similar to uh, the answer to my first question, which is going to be uh, you're going to go for those high weights, low reps. But here again, we want to take at least six weeks to acclimate the body to the exercises you're going to do. Take at least six weeks to just work on form. Don't worry about weight or reps. Most of the time, when I get asked this question, it's by an older individual because in general, those of us who are older are going to start thinking about bone density, osteoporosis, osteopenia, being infirm. <laughs> yeah, so no fun to think about. But yes, strength training can and does positively impact bone mineral density. So very worthwhile to do strength training preemptively, but also they have found that even doing strength training after osteopenia has already started to creep its way into your bones, you can still undo some of that damage and you can still improve your bone mineral density even uh, later in life, which is something that they used to teach was not the case, that you were kind of stuck with whatever you got in your mid-20s and that was it. But now they show that, yes, you can continue to build bone mineral density later in life. But the number one mistake I see people make on this one is those teeny tiny weights oh yeah okay so teeny tiny weights uh light weights if it weighs less than your purse please find something heavier oh my gosh and again you don't need fancy equipment for this we can do bands we can do any kind of a weight we can do a makeshift weight you can fill a bucket full of water and do curls with that for crying out loud or you can find uh your time under tension or your exercise variation that will allow you to find a rep range that you are able to do in this case we want fewer than 10 reps okay so if we're not necessarily concerned with any particular aesthetic we're not necessarily averse to getting a little bit of muscle definition, a little bit of muscle tone, then what we want to do is we want to find our fewer than 10 rep range, meaning you could not do 11, 12, 13, 15 reps if your life depended on it. So if you picked up those, uh, those little two pounders thinking that, oh, well, all I need to do is do 10 reps with these two pounds. Wrongzo. I know you can do more than two pounds for 10 reps. You just need to find out what that is for you. Now here again, first six weeks of training doesn't matter. Just focus on the form. Make sure your form is good. That's all you need to worry about. After your first six weeks of training, then you're want to, going to want to be deliberate about it and gradually increase so that you are getting fewer than 10 reps, heavy duty, 
tutti frutti. Do it up because you will definitely get the benefits out of this, but you're not going to get the benefits by doing those lightweights. And it drives me absolutely bonkers, by the way, just uh, as as a online fitness business person, I'm always looking for good stock images to to put on my posts and stuff. And every every senior citizen exercise post that I find is somebody doing dumbbell curls with little two pound pink dumbbells ain't gonna do it. It ain't gonna do it. It's not gonna build your bone mineral density. Work up to it gradually. Don't scare yourself. I know it's tough when you're feeling fragile, when you're feeling brittle and all that stuff, but this is science. There's, there's no way to not do this, um, this thing that you want to do if you're working up to it in an intelligent way. So just make sure that you are paying attention to good form first. After that, gradually increase the weight so that you can't lift it for more than 10, whatever you're doing. All right. That's how you build the bone mineral density, connective tissue density also, by the way, and muscle strength. All of the things you need for healthy, happy ass kick in retirement. Heck yeah. Next question. How do I tone that jiggle under my arms? All right. So whether we're talking about the jiggle under the arms or the jelly on the belly, wherever we're getting a little wiggle and a wobble that we don't quite want. First off, your vanity is valid. And I have to say that because as a body positive fitness professional, these things sometimes seem at odds. It is okay to want to strive for a certain aesthetic. Your vanity is valid. But I got to tell you to make sure to love yourself every step of the way. Even that crazy jiggle under your arms. Having a body is ridiculous and it should be fun and funny and fabulous. So just enjoy the journey. Don't get down on yourself because you got a jiggly arm, y'all. Just enjoy it. But also, yes, you can tone that jiggle. I'm going to share with you how to do that. The big mistake I see people make when they're trying to tone that jiggle is they try to do what's called spot training where they are doing uh, something like tricep extensions. In other words, they are trying to work the muscle that is directly beneath their, air quotes, problem area. Okay, the problem with doing this is that by working the muscle in that particular area, number one, it doesn't burn the fat off that area. You can't do crunches to crunch off the fat on your belly. You can't do uh, hip raises to reduce your hips, that kind of thing, or your thighs. What you need to do is, of course, look at overall nutrition. Yeah, I know, not the the answer you wanted. You want to look at your overall nutrition. Make sure that you're getting enough water and hydration because you want to make sure that you have skin elasticity, right? When you have jiggly, loose skin, you want good skin elasticity. So make sure you're drinking enough water, getting enough vitamins, nutrients, minerals, all the good stuff in your nutrition to help your body uh, repair that tissue. Okay. So assuming your your nutrition plan is on point, maybe you just lost a bunch of weight and you don't have fat under there and it's just skin. It's going to take a while for that skin to to tone up and and to shrink up there. And it will. You just got to give it time. It might not shrink up to the point where you want it, which in, in that case, you might have to look at plastic surgery, that kind of thing. But give it at least a year, okay? Now, if you have fat in that area, if you have actual fat in that area, it's not just skin, but fat that we're jiggling around in there, uh, you're going to want to lose some of that fat to help tone that area up. So again, 
nutrition, reducing calories. 99% of the time it's reducing calories. The other 1% we talk about in the calories episode. Um, so yes, nutrition, super important. The other thing that you can do with the more, more specifically to your question, which is how do I tone that? Uh, how do I, how do I shape that? Right? So when people talk about toning, they're talking about muscle development. They're talking about shaping. They're talking about smoothing it. Right? You can do strength train and stuff to help with that. Now, one of the things that you can do is actually work the opposite side of your arm, not the triceps, although you want to work triceps too. You don't want to do an imbalanced strength program in an attempt to fix one spot in your body. Do a whole body balance strength tra training program. But to get the other side of the, bice the bicep, okay, what you're going to do if you, if you develop that bicep and you have a lovely large toned bicep, that's going to take up the slack in the back of the arm and make your arm overall more shapely, less jiggly. So work triceps, but also work biceps. Don't neglect the biceps. In fact, I think that visually it makes a much more dramatic difference for somebody who's trying to tone the back of the arm to tone the biceps or to, uh, to work on hypertrophy training with the biceps, uh, which is essentially working on the largeness of the muscle. So for working on the largeness of the muscle, um, which is where we're going to start seeing muscle definition or what some people call toning, you want to work that eight to 12 rep to failure range. So fairly high reps ish, a little higher than the strength training range, although you should do strength training too. And, uh, and you want to work that, uh, multiple reps to failure. So multiple sets, five, six, seven sets, uh, so that you're doing like eight reps, 12 reps in that range, and really not able to do much more than that. That will really go a long way to sculpting the muscle and making it look great. Uh, so if, if you're trying to get rid of that wiggle and a jiggle, doing that hypertrophy range, that, that toning or muscle building range is what's really going to help you do that. Bonus, when you get that extra muscle mass, you have more storage in your body for glucose, which means that you are going to have a higher metabolism and a more resilient body uh, that won't take calories and turn them into fat quite as quickly. So overall, it's going to help. You want to do a whole body strength training program. You want to make sure your nutrition's to check all that good stuff. All of that will help contribute to less wiggle and a jiggle under your arms, but also, but also, uh, more specifically to what you're thinking from this question, bicep curls are actually going to be the most effective. If I had to pick one exercise, go bicep curls. Number one mistake, trying to spot train, trying to, trying to go high reps, low weight, and just spot train or burn the area going for that burn. That's, that's just lactic acid buildup. Y'all that's not actually fat burning that you're feeling that is lactic acid buildup. That's not actually doing anything to burn off the fat or target the fat. Okay. Good question. Jiggle under the arms. Okay. Next question. How do I get big? <laughs> I love this question. It was, it was asked with all caps, three eyes uh, in big. How do I get big? Okay. Here again, the answer is actually the same almost as my previous uh, answer for the previous question. Eight to 12 reps to failure is a classic body building range, but we want to do more than tone with this question. So this question asker wants to know how to get like muscle mass, how to get really big. The only difference between toning and getting uh, like big muscle mass is the volume, the amount of work that we're doing. So we really want to look at number one, 
is this the hobby for me? <laughs> Manage expectations. Okay, again, body positive fitness here. I, I, love, I love a good aesthetic goal. Getting big is great, but you have to also enjoy the journey. If you are not going to enjoy working out one to two hours per day, five to six days per week, doing multiple sets to failure per muscle group, then you might want to pick a different hobby and not worry so much about getting big. Even, even if you went the route of doing anabolic steroids, and I don't coach people on doing anabolic steroids, steroids, no shade to people who choose to do that for themselves. I I believe totally in body autonomy. If you want to do that kind of stuff, that's fine. It's not how I coach people. But even if you were to do those things, it's not a shortcut. You still have to put in all that work. You still have to do the, the one to two hours per day, five to five to six days per week, uh, heavy eight to 12 reps to failure, strength, training. That said, it can be done. And everybody's outcome is going to be slightly different depending on your personal uh, metabolic ceiling and and where you are hormonally. So people who are closer to the very male side on the gender spectrum are going to get bigger than people who are closer to the very female side of the gender spectrum. So where you are on that spectrum, uh, what your hormones are like, all of that will have an impact. So, uh, so yeah, how big can you get? It's, it might be a mystery right now. If you're just getting started, you don't know yet. And if you're just getting started, like I said, with the, uh, the first couple questions, you want to do six weeks of really basic whole body strength training just to get your basic movement patterns and good form in check. One of the big mistakes I see with people who are trying to get big is they're doing these crappy half reps uh, in an attempt to go heavier than they necessarily should. Yes, you want to go heavy. Yes, it's okay to have some sloppy reps towards the end of your set. If you are specifically doing hypertrophy training and you're trying to get big, if you're going to go to failure, you're going to have a couple of sloppy reps at the end. That's okay. But you want to make sure that you have the capacity to do good form when you're getting started. And you also want to do some good basic strength training in that low rep heavy weight range so that you fortify your connective tissue, your tendons and your uh, muscles and your bone density. So you don't become susceptible to some of the common injuries that are associated with bodybuilding, like tendon ruptures and that kind of crap. So you want to make sure that you are doing six weeks to begin with whole body, uh, not focusing in on a particular rep range, just focusing in on excellent form. After that, you want to get a program that has some heavy strength training and quite a lot a lot, and I mean a lot, of reps and sets in that 8 to 12 to failure range. So that is how you get big. Other major component of this is making sure you are eating enough calories. Make sure you have enough building blocks for this big journey that you're on. So making sure you have a good nutrition plan that will fortify you, give you the protein and the calories you need to build that muscle mass. So yes, you can do it. Yes, it's awesome. Make sure you are managing your expectations just ever so slightly before you get started. You don't want to go into it thinking that you're going to get buffed out in a couple of weeks by doing a whole body two day a week split ain't going to happen. But if you're into it, if you enjoy the the process, then yeah, becoming a big buff person might be the right path for you. So eight to 12 reps to failure, uh, six to five to six sets per exercise, 
body part split six days per week. That's the classic recipe for getting buff. There are a lot of recipes out there, but that is one of the tried and true ways to get her done. Final fabulous question. Can I do strength training to lose weight? Yes, you should do strength training if you want to lose weight. Absolutely, you should. Is it the only thing you need to do? No, you knew that before you asked the question. Of course you did. You know that you have to pay attention to your nutrition. You know that doing cardio is wonderful for you and you should do it anyways. But strength training, fabulous component. My favorite thing about doing strength training for fat loss is that you're going to increase your base metabolic rate and potentially give yourself more storage for glucose. So this is super cool. When you do strength training in any rep range, high reps, medium reps, low reps, heavy weight, super heavy weight, wherever you're at, any range of strength training, number one is going to increase your base metabolic rate. Meaning when you are resting, you're burning more calories, which is great because who wants to do cardio all day long? Not me. Love a good cardio. Don't want to do it all day. That's why strength training is super important. Another thing with doing that strength training, having that higher resting base metabolic rate, if you do have to take a week off from exercise, you're not going to gain all the weight back on. Thank goodness, right? So that's another really great reason to do strength training in conjunction with your weight loss. Now, mistake that I see people making all the time, though, super important not to make this mistake. Don't go super low calorie diet while you're doing strength training. You're going to have to go for a more moderate rate of fat loss when you are doing strength training in conjunction with your weight loss journey. Is it worth it? Yes. Is it going to be a more sustainable, longer lasting solution? Yes. Yes, it is. You should absolutely do strength training in conjunction with your weight loss. But if you're going on a super low calorie diet, like one of those bonkers, ridiculous, like 800 to 1200 calorie diets that nobody should be on. If you're going that low, you're just going to end up hurting yourself. You're going to end up with injuries and you're going to be miserable. So don't do that. You want to make sure that your diet is not a mismatch for the strength training you are doing. So yes, make sure that you're doing strength training with your, with your weight loss. Not only that, but in speaking to that toning question that we got earlier about the jiggle under the arms, if you're on a weight loss journey, and aesthetics is important to you, one of the things that you're going to find is that by uh, increasing the shape of the muscle, by toning the muscle or, or making the shape more filled out, as you're losing fat, you're not going to get as much sag all over the place as you would otherwise. Uh, if you're losing a lot of weight, you're still going to get sag. Again, love your body every step of the journey. It's gotten you far this far already. Don't be hating on yourself but there's a lot of great reasons to do strength training. It's going to make the whole process more enjoyable. It's going to be uh, more true to your aesthetics potentially. And so, yes, can I do strength training to lose weight? You can. It's just not the only piece of the puzzle, but it is a very important component and I highly recommend it. If you are getting started on your fitness journey or restarted and you want to build bone density, get strong, get rid of that jiggle, get buff, whatever you're trying to do right now, we got you covered and we're going to do it in a fun body positive way that's going to make you feel great and amazing every step of the journey. All you got to do is go to www.thenerdgym.com and join at any membership level to get full access to all of our live classes, all of our meal plans expert guidance and support with yours truly. I will help you find the right solution for 
you. Go to www.thenerdgym.com and I will talk to you very soon.